Hey, podcast listeners, it's episode 165 of the Katie Lance podcast. And today I'm so excited to bring to you a very special interview we did with my good friend, Marky Lemons Ryle. Marky is an amazing realtor. She is a best selling author, international best selling author, international keynote speaker. And I have shared the stage with Marky many times over the years. Marky is an incredible speaker. Specifically, she's been sharing stages talking all about AI and ChatGPT. And in this interview, we focused on AI, ChatGPT, and some of the other incredible tools she is using and she is teaching, especially when it comes to the real estate industry and entrepreneurs. You guys are going to love this. I can't wait for you to check it out. Make sure you look at the show notes below so you can see uh, all of Marky's information. Would love for you to connect with her and just a big shout out to Marky for her time and insight. I know you guys are going to enjoy this conversation. All right, on with the show. You're listening to the Katie Lance Podcast. If you're an entrepreneur, social media geek, real estate pro, a mom, or maybe all of the above, and ready to level up your social media game, you're in the right place. Welcome back to the Katie Lance podcast. I am so excited. We have a special guest in the house with us today, Marky Lemons Ryle. Holy cow. I'm so excited to have Marky back on the podcast. Marky, if you do not know Marky, Marky is an internationally known keynote speaker. She's a best selling author. She's basically a rock star. She's amazing. And we're going to have a great conversation today about AI. Chat GPT and all all of those things because there is a lot happening uh, in that world. So, Marky, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for having me, Katie. You know what? Last year, this time, I had no idea where we would be today, and that the world would forever be changed on November the thirtieth, twenty twenty two with a tool called ChatGPT that I'm pretty sure it took me one month to pronounce it correctly. I'm the same way. I kept like mi mixing up the letters, but yeah, I, I got it now, right? <laughs> yes, GPT. And I even came up with my own special acronym for it, uh, which doesn't have a GP and or a T. Well, I doesn't, but it is the fact that I believe every single realtor now has a productive, electrifying, trained assistant that is available to them at no cost, that speaks over 100 languages, that can do things they've never done before, like pass the bar exam, the medical exam, and recently, ChatGPT outperformed Ivy League MBA graduates on creativity. Wow. Yeah. It's incredible. So I, it's, <laughs> I know you and I have both been on a lot of stages in person, virtually. You and I are like, you know, racking up our frequent flyer miles <laughs> talking about ChatGPT and AI. And one of the things I was sharing just before we went on the air is I love that, you know, we have such, I think, similar um, beliefs, similar audiences in, in so many ways, but we have different ways of talking about things and different ways of, of sharing. So I'm excited to kind of pick your brain, so to speak, and share with our audience and our community um, just some of your thoughts around ChatGPT and AI. So we're going to have fun. It'll be a fun conversation. Always. We always have fun conversations. And 
kind of going back to the point that you just made, oftentimes what I'm pointing out to my audience now is the amount of members that are in their local association versus how many people are showing up for class. And because only 14% of adult Americans are even leveraging chat GPT, a lot of times we hold things very close to our chest and we don't share, but now is definitely the time to share in the different ways in which to use the tool because it isn't one size fits all. If we don't start embracing the tool, someone will create a new tool for us. And as I'm telling realtors consistently, now is the time that you have to make a decision if you're going to be used or if as an entrepreneur, you're going to use these tools to strategically plan for your financial retirement. That's so true. That's so true. So I want to just kind of start at the beginning because there are probably a few people who are listening to this who might sheepishly say, gosh, I don't even know, like, what is AI? And everyone's talking about chat GPT. So can you, can we just start with maybe just giving a little bit of a brief overview of what it is, what they are, and maybe a few implications for the real estate industry? So when I think of First of all, it is very hard to explain what it is. So I never explained the technical side of the tool. What I have told everyone, I think it's the greatest business tool I have ever encountered in my life. Keeping in mind that I'm 53 and I've been gainfully self-employed since the tender age of 10 because I asked for one too many pair of designer blue jeans. So with that being said, I want you to think about all of the information that exist on the internet, having a tool that can pull all of that information and instead of just giving you a paragraph like a Google or a Bing would have traditionally done, I can have it take that information and I can have it to create a chart, a graph. This morning I did a mind map, create VBA and HTML code for your PowerPoint and it can reverse engineer any process that we've been accustomed to. So historically, like you and I, we're going to record this video, right? And we're going to break that down into multiple forms of content. Well, when we start thinking about artificial intelligence, we can take text and create anything from text today. So we can do text to image, text to PowerPoint, text to video. So the ability to reverse engineer all of the information that is on the internet, plus create charts and graphs and deep fake voices and deep fake lookalikes of people, we can create essentially any form of content that exists from the current information on the internet. And here's, here's, here's the, the true joy. And you don't have to know how to code. <laughs> that is a good thing. That, that would be it. Um, and how we use the tool, because it's not... It's not technology to me. And I know that sounds crazy. It is our ability to either verbally or in writing, tell the system what we want and how we want it. And that's on every last one of the platforms. So if you have a significant other, or you have children or you have a pet, right? You have mastered the ability to tell that person or that pet what to do and how you want it done, right? And you expect it to return that to you. Well, the same is true, whether it's ChatGPT, whether it's Bard, Bing, Claude, there are a lot of, uh, it's a lot of competitors in this llama in that space right now. 
Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> and, you know, the word that gets thrown around a lot when we hear people talk about AI and ChatGPT and BARD and all the, all the tools you mentioned is it's really revolutionizing how we think of things. And I love how you said it as far as reverse engineering, how we've always thought about things. So I would love for you to talk a little bit about how you're seeing real estate agents using AI in terms of revolutionizing things like interacting with clients or managing lead, leads or kind of handling some of the day-to-day -day tasks as, you know, I know you're a, a longtime realtor uh, and I love that you come at it from that perspective. So would love your thoughts on that. So I hate to be the bearer of bad news. I haven't seen realtors do anything that I thought was revolutionary with the tattoos, right? Um, I love your and, honesty. <laughs> right. The, the way that I most realtors talk about it when they mention it is its ability to write a property description. And I want everybody to know that's that's not even scratching the surface, right? What I am noticing or where I'm getting my information from is a next generation of people who likely are using people my age internet. They're the ones in the basement and they're coming up with all of these new innovative ways to use it. And to me, when I started using the tool, because I, I didn't know anything about artificial intelligence, right? It was its ability to automate redundant tasks. Okay. And that's, that's been it the whole time, automating redundant tasks. Now, if you're going to have it to automate your redundant tasks, then you do, you do need to have some tech skills because you have to set up these automations. Sure. But what it's forcing us to do is to sit down and think about those tasks and how do we automate them? Because a lot of people are saying, well, I think it's going to dummy you down. No, I'm substantially smarter today than I was a year ago. One, because I had to have a I had to have a change in my mindset and how I was thinking about these tools. But I have to sit down now and work through those systems and then tell it how I want it done. Mm -hmm. And then you have to A B test it, right? Mm -hmm. And so I have figured out other ways to get something done that I did not know how to do one year ago. So <clears throat> When I say I haven't seen the realtors do anything, most realtors forget the fact that they're an entrepreneur. As an independent contractor, you are an entrepreneur. And so let's start with lead generation. So because I've been using AI without my knowledge for at least a decade, we all have, let me just, without our knowledge, we didn't know, okay? I've been using Grammarly ever since September uh, the 13th, 2015. I did not know that Grammarly was artificial intelligence. Mm. Grammarly every single week since that time has told me about the tone of my writing for that week that they corrected on my behalf. And it also has given me a word count. So recently what I realized is that there's a direct correlation for realtors between the amount of content or words they produce, the amount of leads they generate, and the amount of income they've earned. So when I'm looking at this as a tool, in six months, we were able to increase our productivity in regards to output by 210%. And as a result, we saw a 283% increase in our year over year income, but it was within six months of implementing ChatGPT. So wow. for realtors, I'm thinking you write a script, your script is your blog post. Your script is put into your uh, deep fake voice on platforms like Eleven Labs or Descript. 
And then you take that voice and you take it over to either Pictory or Synthesia. And you can do lookalike videos or you can do automated faceless videos. Hmm. It all started with ChatGPT. And every step of this process can be outsourced and automated and it will sound and look just like the real estate professional. And so the property description is great, but I'm thinking about how do we now capture more market share and generate more leads? Yeah, I mean, there's there's so many more options than just, or so many, many more opportunities than just write me a listing description, right? I'm sure just the, just the few ideas that you said, I would imagine there's people listening going, wait, what? Wait, it can do what, right? Because uh, it really is mind blowing. Um, I find that's really interesting about about Grammarly too. And I would you, I guess just to go back to that for for a quick second, would you recommend for agents who are doing a lot of writing? I mean, Grammarly's been around forever. Would it be helpful for them to start by adding Grammarly like to their browser as a kind of a place to start? Or just curious your thoughts on that. Well, yes, and let me. I've used Grammarly. The first time I realized its capabilities was when a family member didn't appreciate how I was talking to them. And they came up with all these mean things that I had said. Mm -hmm. And I realized that every single week, Grammarly was sending me my tone. And mm -hmm. so for every single week, right, 52 weeks a year. So I, I know that is not my overall tone, right? Mm -hmm. So I take a screenshot of what Grammarly sent me. And at the time, they had corrected over 3.5 million words. And I sent it to my relative and I said, well, according to Grammarly, this is my tone. And based on the 3.5 million words in which they've cor corrected on my behalf, it is fair to say that you bring the worst out in me that we should not communicate. And it was, be and, and the, it was because of the person. It wasn't because that was my tone. So I used it the first time, right? <laughs> Love because <laughs> of that but do I think they should use it yes because AI isn't going to go anywhere and when we want these systems when we're automating those redundant tasks we want it to sound like us and Grammarly is telling me my tone what I did not realize until recently let's say the last probably the last 30 days was that I was able to correlate the fact that my productivity had increased 261%. And as a result, the income had increased 283% because of Grammarly. So I was looking at the word count week over week pre-chat GPT. So I had to go pull some old data. And then I'm looking at my current output in words. And so this will make sense to realtors. If you want to earn a six-figure income as a realtor, you should create and put out roughly 32,000 words per month. So let's say you do a thousand words and content every single day. I'm going to have ChatGPT to write this content for me. We're going to do a call to action. We're going to provide value to the communities in which we serve. That means we need to have landing pages. Mm -hmm. It's my responsibility to get eight people, right, to subscribe to whatever it is that I'm providing them that ChatGPT created. And if I am strategically adding eight people per day to my customer relationship management system and my minimum price point is $250,000, 
At the end of the year, I would have added 2,880 contacts. I would have closed 20 transactions. And if that minimum price point is $250,000, I will make $5,000 per deal. So for a realtor, when they think, well, what should I do with it? You should create content that solves the problems of the community in which you want to serve. And you should put out 1,000 words of content per day. And if you're not doing that, then you need to strategically reach out to eight people by 8 a.m. <laughs> and somehow some of us just think the money is going to fall into our laps. But every top producer is either lead generating or creating content. And, and at this point, I'm giving you the exact numbers. I'm giving you the tools to use. And I'm giving you the prompts to use in which to create the content. Um, you're going to have today, you're going to have to do some work. If not, the realtor leveraging artificial intelligence will substantially outpace those. They might not put you out of business, but they're going to outpace you at a substantially, get this, uh, lower cost to do so, which means that they have a higher net income and they don't even have to know how to sell real estate. <laughs> it's very true. Well, and to your point of of really breaking it down, I love how you break down the numbers with, especially with, with content creation and lead generation. And yes, lead, you know, content creation is absolutely in, in many ways, you and I know this firsthand, it directly correlates to lead generation, right? And so I think, you know, you, you say the number a thousand words a day and for someone who doesn't maybe write a lot, they go, oh my gosh, that's that's a lot. But again, this is where I think AI and ChatGPT can, can come into place. And to your point earlier, it's like reverse engineer what you do. You know, when you do get a listing, what are all the different things that you are writing, that you are creating, that you are submitting? And not just for listings, but for all, the, all your marketing, right? I think a lot of agents don't even realize how much copy and how much time all that takes, right? So it's, it's such a huge time saver. <laughs> it is. And even coming back to Grammarly, right? It's telling me my tone, but what I sat down and created is what's called a voice paragraph, where you provide a sample of your writing and it tells you your style, your tone, and your voice. So anything that I'm creating that I plan to uh, share with the public, I'm going to do it in Marky's voice paragraph. Keep it in mind, no one has one voice paragraph. So I have multiple voice paragraphs, but they're very detailed. And when I apply that with chat GPT, it sounds like me. But more importantly, when I go back and use any of the AI detection tools or the plagiarism checker inside of Grammarly, my content is not coming up as AI and or plagiarized because it has already been paraphrased to my tone. Yeah. Yeah. That's, and it's taking that extra step to do that. Right. Which is, which is huge. So I want to kind of talk about, because we've covered so many good things and a big part of what you're talking about that I think is really important for anyone, whether they're an entrepreneur listening or a realtor is to stay up to date with all this, right. To continue get, getting that training to you know, get educated, whether it's learning from me or you, or just, you know, educational in general, I think is so important. So how can, do you have any thoughts around how agents and brokers can stay, you know, focus on that continuous learning, how they can adapt to those changes? You know, any, any thoughts around that? So if we were to go back in time, the way that I was staying abreast of everything was through Feedly. Mm 
right? That was my little, it, it was Feedly and I'm going through these articles. Today, they're newsletters, right? Um, since artificial, well, since chat GPT, I found myself going back more than ever before to LinkedIn and then also to YouTube. So I'm self-taught and I probably think we all are off of YouTube, right? And those newsletters, I'm probably subscribed to maybe 10 and every day. And a lot of it's redundant, right? Mm -hmm. But for right now, I need that information consistently coming in. Right. I want I want to just consistently keep coming in uh, because it's something new every single day. One thing, though, that I advised in a class just yesterday because it hit me. There are numerous tools that I did an annual subscription to back in January, February. The rate of change is so fast that some of those tools I no longer desire to use because there's something uh, newer, better, bigger. Right. Yeah. Right now is not the time to do annual subscriptions. I understand you can save some money. Now is the time to just do a monthly subscription because when I tell you next month, there might be something substantially better than the two that you have. And an example would be, I use Studio DID in order to take pictures and make them, uh, turn them into talking heads. Well, there's a new tool out called Hygiene. Hygiene is better than studio DID, right? And yeah. I'm like, oh, or I mentioned earlier Descript and 11 Labs. 11 Labs is way better than Descript, right? And so there were annual subscriptions that I initially got. And now what I'm telling myself is don't get not another annual subscription. Do monthly subscriptions because it is so new and the technology is evolving Fast. When I think I started using Mid Journey, it was Mid Journey 3. Heck, Mid Journey 6 is on its way out. This is in a less than a year. So it, it's uh it, it's growing very fast. And I would say find a couple of newsletters, subscribe to a couple of uh, YouTube channels, and you have to, you have to commit to daily learning. So one of the things that I changed, I used to tell everybody, oh, being a lifelong learner. No, today you have to be a active lifelong learner and mm -hmm. you have to put it on your calendar and protect yourself, you know, your, your, your investment in self because yeah. that's how fast these tools are changing. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, shameless plug, uh, if you haven't already, those of you who are watching on YouTube or listening on the podcast, uh, Marky's a great one <laughs> to subscribe to, to follow because, and it, I mean, I, I love that, you know, you are following all this stuff and what a great opportunity to be able to follow someone like yourself, who's staying up to date and all, on all this and seeing what's happening. And I follow you on Instagram and we're going to drop all those links below. So well, you guys can watch you. you, uh, you know, I just was, I was just watching your story this morning and Marky shares a tool. I'm like, what the heck is that? I'm like, I got to put it on my list. I got to check that out later. So, you know, we, you, you never stop learning. And I love that active, active learning. So, yeah. Okay. So I want to touch on, I guess it's a little bit of a hot button issue, but it's obviously important in the world of real estate. And that is ethics, fairness, um, you know, just everything that we are worried about when it comes to obviously fair housing, code of ethics, things like that. So what, what are your thoughts on this? What should real estate agents and entrepreneurs be aware of when they're using AI tools to, uh, to ensure fairness and avoid any potential pitfalls? 
Oh, I'm glad you asked that question. So the first thing, when I'm thinking about the Realtors Code of Ethics, I am going back to, I think it was 2014, they added by technological means. So the rules are the rules, even when we use technology. And that also applies to license law, the Realtors Code of Ethics, and fair housing rules, whether those are federal, state, county, and or city fair housing rules and regulations. So what I've done and have done for quite some time now is I adhere to the most stringent rule to ensure that I'm in compliance with all of the rules. So whatever the strictest of the rules are, that's the rule that I'm going to adhere to, which means that I'm going to be safe. When we start thinking about AI art and a lot of these different tools, uh, AI art defaults Caucasian male, period. Um, and it, and let me, a Caucasian woman told me, she was like, every time you run it, it gives you a white man. Well, it does give me a white man, right? So what I'm doing is I am very intentional in regards to creating black art. The other day I did uh, an Indian female and found a voice which had a Hindu accent. A realtor yesterday told me that the woman looked and sounded just like her mother but I created her using Mid Journey and Studio DID. Hmm. So on LinkedIn, I took a AI ethics course. And when I left that course, I left knowing that there is no perfect data set because if we looked at every data set that was out there, it gets us to where we are right now, right? And, and, we, and we have issues. And so we're gonna have to add data of what the ideal world looks like to any data set, because if they're training off of the existing data set, we will continue to have the problems we've already had, mm -hmm. right? Be, and there's no perfect data set and everybody talks about the ethics of the data set. Let's just get <laughs> to the point that if the data set is already skewed, right? And it's already uh, prejudice, it's already bias, it's all of that. Unless you are countering this data, you're going to continue to get the same nonsense. And so what I want to know is, how do we do that, right? How do we offset the negatives? Uh, essentially taking a negative, right? But adding positive, and we got to make it so positive that it gets us neutral, right? I don't know what that looks like because that's not the side of my brain that I think with, but I'm clear if you give me a data set and I don't like none of the results from the past, I'm not going to get new results. So, um, and that's some work we're going to have to do. Now, here's what concerns me. When we start thinking about our, our federal government, when you start thinking about the average age of a realtor, the people making the decisions are not interacting with the tools. And I've always had a problem with people making decisions who really don't know firsthand what that decision means. It is time, they're going to have to treat this differently than anything from the past because the decision makers are clueless. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It, it's it's a little nerve wracking <laughs> to, to yeah. say the least. And, Think, uh, he, he, and I can say this now because I don't care. <laughs> and there was a point that I wanted to start a class action lawsuit against every state licensing body because state licensing bodies are 100% consumer uh, protection. Most of them have nothing to do with professional development. Therefore, we have to take continuing education and continuing education doesn't make us better, right? right. And one gentleman, I took CE this past year, uh, my CE instructor was like, well, 
we're we're not here to teach you anything. We're here to meet a a state mandate. Mm-hmm. How disheartening is that, right? And so we're invested in continuing education, and it's not going to teach us anything. So even in my own state, I submitted a fair housing course where we took that content and repurposed it for the purpose of ADA compliance, so that we can definitely be of a better a better or a bigger um, hmm, asset to people with visual and audio impairment. They did not approve the course. They, they understand that it's needed, mm-hmm. but they didn't have the capabilities because they're not doing it, nor do they interact with these tools. And so technically, if you think about this, the only way that we will be of service or better service to people with visual and audio impairment is we have to bring in some form of technology. Mm-hmm. Artificial intelligence allows us to do this. Oh, but they're not approving classes on technology or that form of technology. So I was like, you know what, then I, I don't need to teach continuing education. <laughs> I want to teach professional development. And that's where I decided to pivot to over the last year because realtors need these courses, whether they're CE approved or not. And if they don't, if they do not use these tools, leverage them, make them sound like them, then they're going to have to add an additional bill for yet someone else to do it for them when I believe they are 100% capable of leveraging these tools at minimum to, you know, no to minimum cost. Yeah, absolutely. And I always tell people at a bare minimum with whatever tool you're using, whether it's ChatGPT or BART or or any kind of AI tool, there's that human factor. You have to double check it. You have to, you know, if you're, if you're using it to create a lot of content or email marketing, whatever you're using it for, you've got to, you've got to read it. Right. And I've I've been telling people recently, read it out loud. You know, when you read something out loud, uh, especially with the written word, obviously, you know, imagery is a whole nother, (laughs) a whole nother thing as, as, as we talked about, but there's something about hearing it where you go, wait, does that sound like me? You know, and, and just double checking, double checking, not just for tone, but to your point for bias for fair housing code of ethics violations, you know? Um, and it's, I think it's more and more going to be on the agent to, to take that responsibility, you know? Well, we, we have a tool that just shaved 75% of the time off of the creation. And mm-hmm. as I would say, and I'll say this in the tone of my mother-in-law, and then you have the unmitigated goal to not check it. Like <laughs> that is just so unacceptable. Right. It just saved you an abundance of time. It was able to replicate your voice paragraph, it gave you um, a new creative edge and you won't take the time to read it. That is unacceptable. Exactly, exactly. So I I know we don't have a crystal ball as we always like to say Uh in real estate, right? We we don't know what the future is going to hold, but if we did have a a crystal ball, um, where do you see AI and just all these tools, where do you see them going in the next I mean, gosh, I, I I wrote down in my questions to you five to 10 years. I feel like things are going to change in the next like five to 10 months, five to 10 weeks <laughs> with, with, with AI technology. So what are your thoughts about that as far as the future of AI and the role of that in real estate, entrepreneurship, uh, in, in your thoughts? Uh, so when I'm starting thinking about AI in the future, I want you to know that it's going to continue to uh, change at a faster rate. So the, as it gets its bearings, it's getting more robust, right? So things are happening a lot quicker. 
I 100% believe that they're going to uh, be realtors that will not be able to practice only because they're going to be so far behind their competitors, right? Or their competitors are going to dominate visibility in that marketplace because of the amount of content that they're putting out. A young lady approached me yesterday about a AI brokerage. And here was my question to her. I said, well, what are you going to do about the consumer facing aspect since none of the licenses belong to humans, right? What I definitely believe is that the solopreneur can automate an entire office behind them and they could use tools like Shawami to have showing agents in any marketplace. So the agent who is successful in building systems for the automated redundant task you can have a very high producing solopreneur who develops systems. And we might see even uh, more of that. And so I would say the person who's able to embrace the technology truly understands the rules and the regulations will need less support staff and likely will be younger. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> absolutely. It's I'm excited. I mean, you know, I know it's a cliche, the future is bright. And this is something, you know, when we think about AI and, and all the opportunities, there are, there's so many opportunities, you know, and it's up to all of us to embrace it. You know, sometimes change is scary, but it, we are, you know, it is what it is, you either embrace it or don't embrace it, <laughs> but hopefully we'll, you know, folks listening to this will embrace it and, and start to implement it, you know, in, into their business. There's just so many exciting opportunities. Yes, it is. And I am here for all of it. <laughs> <laughs> me too. Me too. Well, Marky, I know you have so many great educational opportunities and so many great ways where folks can connect with you. If people want to connect with you or learn more from you or hire you to speak at their next event, I know you are, it looks like you're probably booked the next few months, but I know you're booking your 2024 calendar <laughs> as am I. What are, uh, what are the best ways for folks to get in touch with you? I tell everybody if they spell my name correctly, they will find me M-A-R-K-I-L-E-M-O-N-S. All the information is on my website. We have successfully sold out of 2023, doing 106 face-to-face -face events this year. Uh, definitely, we are booking for 2024. Would love to come and spend time with you, no matter where you are, uh, to teach artificial intelligence, but more importantly, to teach your agents how to increase their productivity by up to 210%, thereby increasing their income up to 283% because that is what I've done. I love that. Yes, definitely reach out to Marky. We're going to put her links, her contact information below. I have heard Marky speak many, many times and uh, it is always a pleasure. I always love just listening to you. I always walk away with, like I said, a, a page full of notes of like, okay, Marky said this, I gotta, I gotta do that. So I love that, uh, you know, we, we, we never stop learning. So thank you so much for your time today, Marky. This has been just so much fun. We could probably talk another two hours about all this stuff. Well, one, thank you. And thank you for being the pioneer who uh, actually sparked me to become a real estate keynote speaker in the technology space. So had I not seen you on stage, I would not have known it was possible. Oh, thank you, my friend. I really appreciate that. Uh, and for all of our listeners who are listening, if you enjoyed the show today, as I'm sure you did, we would love for you to, number one, if you're watching on YouTube, 
hit the subscribe button and the bell button because guess what? We have new videos that come out each and every week and you don't want to miss it. If you are one of our awesome podcast listeners, we would love if you would give us a review. Yes, those five-star reviews do meet a huge uh, a huge thing for anyone who is a podcaster, as Marky knows. Um, by the way, check out Marky's podcast. We're going to put that link below. Also, I love, I love your podcast. Thank you. And, and last but not least, if you're looking for additional training uh, on social media, on content strategy, on AI, we would love for you to check out our Get Social Smart Academy. You can find out more at katielance.com forward slash academy. All right, Marky, anything else that you want to add before we wrap it up today? There, there was a saying I had before this that I actually got from a conference, and that was that technology uh, would not replace an agent, but an agent using technology will. Today, uh, AI will not replace an agent. However, an agent using AI will replace those that aren't good. So we put a spin on there. You start using these tools and strategically every single day learn something new. I love that. I love that. Well, thank you again, my friend, for being here. Thank you. Always a pleasure. And thanks everyone for listening. And we'll see you next time. All right. Bye, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. If you want more, head over to katielance.com and check out the Get Social Smart Academy, guaranteed to get you social smart. Also sign up for our free email newsletter packed full of great content. Until next time, get social smart.